now tuned into the Conversation Party Podcast with your host, Donnie June, 26, on the 2020 Network. Yes, 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 y'all. Once again, it's on. It's your boy, Donnie June, 26. Welcome back to the Conversation Party Podcast. Uh, this week, I am joined by a good friend of mine. Uh, I don't know if we should go by his government name or by uh, his IG name. Uh, it goes by Miami, Miami Hungry Taste. It's yeah. my boy Sanjay Singh. Sanjay, what's up, my friend? What's going on, Don? Ah, nice to meet you. God. Nice to meet you. How are you? Glad to be on the podcast, but yeah, yeah don't use my government name out here. <laughs> All right, man. Well, you're my first guest. Okay. Um, since uh, I've decided to reboot, rebrand, uh, start something brand new, um, just to kind of give you, to kind of catch you up, the Conversation Party podcast is uh, just an opportunity for me to get with my friends and just kick it, talk some shit. Uh, kind of get a little bit more in depth to who you are, what it is that you do, spotlight that, and then um, also just get your your vantage point on uh, some things that are going on uh, out here in the world. I I feel honored to be on like the first podcast. My I feel God. like there's a lot of My like God. pressure all Why? upon me now. Okay, well I mean you know no, no pressure. Um, that start remind me hungry taste man. Um, scrolling through Instagram. See that my guy started a a, a food blog. Yeah, food it? blog. Yeah, called a food blog. It w- it would actually be more of a new age food blog because like blogs mm. before were like, you know, a website, yeah. picture, bunch of words. But now this new way stuff on IG, like, you know, talk to me about it. It's turned to, like, a lot of pictures and, like, the little descriptions here and there. Like, I there's there's a different ways of doing it. Mm-hmm. The way that I do it is just, like, taking pictures of food and, like, putting a little caption to it. So I usually, like, put a little pun in in my little captions and then I describe, a lot, a lot like... Of creativity. A lot I, of creativity. I do a lot of, like, um, describing the... Not either describing the food or something, what the food means to me or, like, the place means to me. Uh, in regards of like if I've been there like many years ago or some something that uh, attachment that I have so a place that I just recently went to um, which I don't know what I'm gonna put it up a picture about is a place that me and a couple friends uh, my friend Daniel and my friend Stefan we'd always go there and get wings and it meant so much to us because it was something that we would bond and we'd get those wings and then go back to our friend Stefan's house and just mm-hmm. like play video games play smash and stuff like that so we this place like means a lot to me so mm. i'd want people to like know about this spot so usually i talk about like what the significance of a spot means to me and i hope like this place can bring something to someone else so this is a wing spot do i know this wing spot um it's like barbecue uh, rib nah, shack nah, nah, nah. That's, that's not that's not the wing spot it's right next to lex club lex really yeah are they any good yeah, they're actually really good. Really? I, I had them right before I came over here. Okay. Okay. I mean, if, if hungry if hungry man says that uh that they're good, then you know I I, I gotta I gotta, I gotta take uh, some time out. But going way, going man. back to what you're saying, I do want to start my own um like website as well. So I have mm-hmm. been like in the process of like making my own website to like also like cater to like more of a description about the food and more options and a better description about. Like these places that I visit or like events that I go to. Okay, so so, so you are eventually taking the 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 brand the blog yeah. or the since the picture mm. uh, the plug yeah that was corny. Um, so you are taking the the blog from IG to an actual website. Yeah. What significance would that make for you? Why not just leave it on IG because that's that's already a hub for everything that they would find. On I'd be able one just in case if like you never know like Instagram one day like craps out and then we don't have instagram anymore what am i going to do with all the followers all the attraction that i've got so exactly exactly so that's one of the things that i've talked about and a lot of people that i know that do this for a living and like do this they also have their own website just in case if god forbids like something happens so i i'm able to like fall back on something as well like having like emails or like people that are visiting the site so they have traffic going there so i can like advertise as well a better form of advertising how, how hard would it be to, to keep get people to go to an actual website um to be honest it might be a lot easier than you think once really? you because i've noticed that i was able to create a lot of like really great fans that are always coming back to my page and they're always like very interactive so if i can get like maybe out of all the people that i have right now if i have like two thousand i'd 
could honestly like say if I get like 20, Slash, 30, 30 people. Like 26 on it. Like, yeah, 26. You're trying to be humble. Like, I get it. Like if, uh, if I were to get like 20 people, 30 people going on a website each day or like checking it out, that's obviously like. Yeah, 30 people times 30 days. Yeah, exactly. Okay. Yeah, I, I get you. I get you. So that's better than having no one. So I can also like have a better, uh, get better sponsorships from like different types of brands that want to work ah, with me. Ah, there we go. And stuff like that. Let's yeah. talk money. There we go. Yep. Well, before talking money, before talking mm. money, let's, let's, let's start here. Uh, let's start with Hungry Man, the Hungry Man. Let's start yeah. with Hungry Man. Okay. Where, where did you grow up? I grew up in uh, North Miami. North okay. Miami okay. area, like Biscayne Park, Miami Shores area. So I, like, grew up in that, like, all throughout, like, that Miami area. But I've always, like, traveled out as a kid. Just, where, where'd, like, you, where'd you go to school? Um, like middle school or high school or just like all in both, general. Both. Uh, elementary school I went to like Holy Cross. I went to W. J. Bryan for elementary as well, and then high school I went to Archbishop Curley. R. I. P. Mm. R. I. P. Yeah, fell fell victim to the uh, to the gentrification of uh, Little Haiti. Yep. Yeah. Yep. That's something that we'll tackle at some point on this podcast. Um, gentrified just isn't happening to, uh, to Brooklyn it's happening to Miami too man. it's crazy because now where Curly is now mm-hmm. there's like this huge like food market huge like festival market around the area like literally across the street and You're it's crazy my mom uh, used to work over at uh, the the nursing home right across the street oh the Jewish one yes and going down there now and just looking at the area saying, what the fuck is this? Like, it's a complete facelift. A yep. complete facelift. 180. Completely. And, and the thing that sucks is is that they wait to kick all of the culture people out to start making all these changes and additions when, realistically, if you would just put the, the TLC and the money into that community at that point, it, it could have still been just as beautiful. Uh, could have been a lot more cultured and it still would have thrived in my opinion the same way like the only difference is now is that you just charge people a lot more rent to live down that way um and there's a lot less seasoning on the food some sometimes sometimes so all right so your mom is of haitian descent yep your dad is indian yeah we got a clash of two different cultures how the fuck how the I, fuck? I don't know. I where, think where where they meet? How the fuck? Somewhere like, in Miami. I don't really ask the questions about where they met. I think they. I, I've been hinted at, mm-hmm. like through a couple of friends and my parents' friends, and they like told me they met like through working, I guess, in Miami, and oh. then they just met each other in Miami, and then it's a beautiful Miami one, love one story, thing. Man. So you're a single child. I mean, a single child, only child. No, I have a brother, older brother. You have an older brother. Okay, so mm-hmm. you're the baby. Yeah. So. How do you navigate, like, and again, I'm I'm the middle child, so for me it's a little different, you know, growing up I had an older one to look after me and I had a younger one to protect. Hmm. When you're just the baby, and like, how far apart are you and your older brother? Me and my brother are about four years. Okay, so that's a a good amount of time, so like, how do you navigate, like, kind of like by yourself, or where are you navigating by yourself, like, let's say through high school? I was navigating by myself because I had always been like a very individual person so even growing up i was like always by myself because my parents always had to work so i was like always left at home with my brother or um just left at home in general like most most families um so i was mostly always in the streets like either like hanging out with like street kids going around like literally going around miami point blank like on a skateboard biking stuff like that so like all these places that i've known throughout miami i i literally know miami like the back of my hand like all the way down south all the way to maybe I don't know like Kendall area, but all the way from, um, let's say from Hollywood all the way down to, um, I I guess Brickle area. That's literally I know every street, everything that's around there, and everything because I've I've been everywhere there. So gotcha. So who who were you in high school? Like you said, you mentioned that you were at um Curly. Mm-hmm. Who was Sanjay in high school? Like like were you in the sports? Were you I chasing did chicks? Were you trying to get money? Like all types of sports in high school. Okay. everything i was involved in everything in high school when it comes to like uh sports different clubs i was um i was legit like every sport that i did i was always a top athlete i did cross country track wrestling and cross country i was like one of the top in the states i'm uh 
Florida elite runner and national elite runner as well in high school. Humble brag. Humble brag. Exactly. I came in 13th in states um, for cross country. Um, in track, I got a, I think, sixth place medal in the 4x8. Um, went states all four years in cross See, country. While, while you speak about that, you know what that tells me? That just tells me that you, like, you're well-rounded. Mm. And that kind of... It, it makes me less and less shocked to see you do a food blog. Because, like, to me, when you think of a young black man coming from where we come from, and that's a creative, it's never it's never this. Like, mm. this is different. Mm. So to see something like this and to see how successful you've you've come in such a small amount of time, that's, like, that's dope, man. Like, how long have you even had this page up? So, uh, I, I actually started... In January, my first post was in January. So we're, we're talking what? What are nine we months? now? September? Yeah, nine months. Only nine. Bro, that's 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 commendable, man. Mm-hmm. And, um, I love to see when people take their idea from, uh, I don't want to say incubation, but just take it from like that seed you plant it, you mm-hmm. let it grow, and then you kind of step back and you, you're really just watching that tree grow because you never know what branches will sprout out. Surprisingly enough. Uh, the whole story of how I actually started this was not to actually become famous for a food blog. This was supposed to be a side piece. Um, mm-hmm. This was something that I was... There's a bigger picture that I wanted to do besides that. Um, it was... Um, I felt like I haven't been doing... In, in college, I studied PR, and right now in Miami, I'm not doing anything PR-related. Mm-hmm. So a lot of my writing skills haven't been put to like great use or anything like that. So I started to think of, of different ways that I can use my writing skills so one of the things that I wanted to do was create a website about myself and different things that you can change the aspects in a year span so that was kind of my idea and my premise behind it so different things of aspects that I wanted to change in my life was like or things that you can do in a year is like social media that's mm-hmm. where the that's where that came in the food blog, the food right? blog came in right. um, exercising getting back into shape growing out my hair um, mm-hmm different types of relationships that I've had in the past um, in one year kind of span period and just like different things about myself calling it um, I haven't really told a lot of people the name yet but it should be coming around like next year and it's called one year of so a website that I'm creating also besides that is like called one year of so different aspects that I've experienced in one year of like growing hair using social media uh, one year of love oh, one year dope. of me Different kinds of things. To me, yeah. sounds like a like a docu year. Yes, exactly. That you're putting in form of a blog. Yes, exactly. That's, That's what it is. That is dope. That's dope. All right. So you mentioned um, that you went to school for PR. Yeah. You went to school where? Uh, Iona College. Iona, New York. In New York, okay. New York show. From Miami to upstate New York. It's not upstate. It's in like the city. Like literally, where in the city? It's it's in New Rochelle, right next to like um, Fordham. Oh, okay, okay, yeah. okay. My apologies. So going from Miami to New York City. Mm-hmm. Let's talk. Let's talk the experience. Mm-hmm. What was the first thing that stood out to you? Saying, "Ooh, I'm not, I'm not at home anymore." Uh, the first experience. I don't know, just the culture. Besides the weather. Besides yeah, the weather. besides the weather, the culture. Like, the different types of, like, culture in general there is so freaking weird. You, you, know, you know what's wild about that? And um, I talk to people about this a lot, um, especially with my ties to New York City. Um, Miami is a melting pot. Yes. But New York is, like, a melting pool. Yeah. Well, the <laughs> school that I went to was, like, predominantly white, and there wasn't any, like, black well, folk or any Well, what I'm color. saying is, like, like New York City in general. Okay, okay, yeah. Like, you can go to Brooklyn. Yep. And there's little, there's literally a, bit, a little bit of everything. You know, yeah. There's Italians, there's, there's Jamaicans, Asians, there's Haitians, yeah. um, whites. Mm. Uh, there's a little bit of everything. Then you'll move over to Queens. Then you're running the Haitians too, but those Haitians are completely different than the Haitians you meet in Brooklyn. Yeah. Um, there's Jamaicans, there's there's Puerto Ricans, there like in Manhattan is a completely different world. And then the Bronx is the Bronx, which is Dome section. Yeah. Like 
New York City itself, like again, if Miami's a melting pot, I'm, if Miami's a melting pot, New York City to me is a melting pool. Hmm. So, outside of just school, like what what, what other experiences can you touch on uh, going back to your college years? Because you, you you were in college for what four years? Five? Yeah, four. Four. Okay. Let's 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 talk college. Like what what. What were you into? Like, obviously, you were doing class and all mm-hmm. that, but, like, what, what, what side things was uh, Hungry Man doing? I wasn't really that involved in college, actually. I kind of, like, laid back in college because I was so, like, burnt out in high school being involved with every uh, little thing. Saying, sounds like a complete 180. Yeah, so the only thing I can really say, I was involved in a couple clubs, actually. Um, I was also involved in a fraternity as well. Uh, we started the fraternity in, in, uh, in, in my school. Where I was, like, one of the founding fathers for the fraternity um i don't know different different clubs that i was involved in but i wasn't heavily like doing as much as i would have done in high school i took back like the the laid back aspect of college and just like enjoying myself with like a couple of roommates having fun out here and there meeting different people but not like anything like heavily involved i kind of regret not doing it but i i don't know why why do you regret it Cause I think I could have gotten more involved, knowing myself. Like I could have definitely been a lot more out there, doing a lot more things than possible. Like I felt like I was very like lazy in college mm-hmm. more than anything. Like getting involved. All right, so let let me ask you this, and this is this is a a thing that my wife and I converse about almost daily. Be honest with me, bro. Like the college experience outside of meeting people and kind of learning about yourself is it overrated i think so yeah like college itself like is college like is is college needed i don't think college is needed depending on the certain things that you want to study like like very like technical things i think you should go to college for it so like I, medicine i agree, I agree. Or for like different like aspects than like law or like I different like studies of like business like very specific niches in business like very specific like when it comes to like knowing like the numbers like where to get the right things i think those uh, are very important those, but those other are, than that certification classes that you yeah into. other than that i don't think it is all that necessary maybe for writing sometimes as well so you can like better your writing and like have people like grammatically like check it and know how to do like certain research again to me certain those are certification classes like when I, when I think of like college and it being overrated um like, if you're a doctor, of course, go to school. There's a lot to learn. I get all that. If you're going to school to be, like, a lawyer, dentist, yeah, of course. But when you start getting down to uh, – I hate to say this, but, like, when you start getting down to, like, business, fam, I know tons of people that went to college for business, come out, start a business, the shit flops. Know a lot of street kids that were just naturally blessed with the spirit of the entrepreneurship, and started some shit and took off, and you know, not an ounce of college in them. Mm. So all that stuff that you took the time to learn in college, like they're applying it, and got it in sweat and got it in, in blood and tears, and, and, and it worked for them. So like to me, again, it, I don't think business should be necessarily a college thing. It's more of like a certification thing, like a trade school kind of thing. Mm. I think trade schools are to me needed like that that that's more important in college because mm. you're always, always going to need someone yeah you're always going to need carpenters you're always going to need uh someone for plumbing yeah cars. oh i need someone for plumbing now <laughs> but yeah dude like like trade school to me is a lot more important to our everyday living than actual college because like even think of like your prerequisites when you're taking like your first two years in school what the fuck are you doing with those two math classes that you had to take your first two years in school? Like, be honest with me, bro. Like, I in your everyday really life, not a fucking thing. I haven't really been using it, to be honest. That's what I thought I'm it was saying. a waste you don't, of time. Like, it's a lot of, like, a lot of wasted time learning shit you don't necessarily need. And then you end up forgetting it anyways because you're never going to apply it. So, why, like, why waste our times? Like, why not update uh, the curriculums out there? Like, especially in high school. Like, update the curriculums and, and start teaching kids what the fuck they need, man. Like... I understand that everyone is supposed to be an entrepreneur. Not everyone is supposed to be the chief because if you have too many chiefs and not enough Indians, it won't work. I yeah. get that. But you should equip people with all of the right information as early as possible 
to give them the best opportunity to be successful. There's no reason for, you know, you to go to school. Did, did you get school loans? Uh, yeah, I did. How much in debt were you or are you with school? Uh, maybe like... Like your highest point? Shit, maybe 40. 40,000? Yeah. That's yeah. light. Yeah. I know a young lady that, um, I want to say she owed like 65, 70,000 hmm. in school loans. And I'm looking at that, I'm like, yo, you're more than likely going to be paying that off All for your the life, rest yeah. of your life. I, I feel that exact same way. Like, there there are times that I'm looking at the loans and they're always calling her like, hey, you got to pay for this shit. And it's yes. just like, how how am I going to pay for this when I also it's have other scam, things? Dude. So many things I have to pay for. That's a scam, man. I'm sorry. That's a scam. I'm, I'm, I'm selling you on some, some, some bullshit ideas, some bullshit dream. For you. All right. So I coach basketball, right? Mm-hmm. I got kids that are going to college, going to the same schools that these other people are going to, because they can put a ball in a basket, are going for free. They're pocketing all of that financial aid money because the school, for whatever reason, is, is deciding to pay them to, to come to that school and play basketball at that university. And they're basically paying them to come to that university to entertain you guys that need to come in and pay to go there. Like, yeah. like when you really sit back and think about it, <laughs> man, let, let me... Let, let me, let, they're, they're, they're the ones that are Jesus. driving the revenues for, for everyone else, especially when it comes to, like, games and sports. Sports is a whole different aspect when it comes to, like, schools because that's what drives everyone to go to those schools. Exactly. That, and and you're, 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 you're basically telling the kid, hey, because he can put the ball in the basket or he can, you know, run between the tackle and, and, and you know, score a touchdown, he's better than you. He can come here for free, and you're going to have to come – you're going to want to come here and – you're gonna pay us back for the rest of your life. Like it, it's it's crazy when you like really look at what they're telling you when you read between the lines. That's all I'm saying. So back to the blog. Yep. Yeah. How did you start it? So I started it in which sense of where do you want me to begin? Like talk like a when at what point do you wake up and say, Hey, I wanna do a blog? Mm-hmm. And then at what point do you say, Let me take this shit to Instagram? Let me post these pictures. Let me come up with a cool caption. Um, shit, let me find out which are the right hashtags to hit. How do you promote it? Like, like mm-hmm. let's, let's let's talk moving pieces. Man. Okay, so I actually started one before I actually started this one. But that was, I guess, two or a year before I actually started this one. And it was mostly about the things that I mostly cooked. Mm. And then that didn't really do that well because I wasn't cooking all the time. So I was like, eh, let me, this shit is dead. And then once I had the idea of, of like, maybe I should do an aspect of, like, using social media, and then it popped into my head, I was like, okay, maybe I should do one about food, because I'm always eating out. There's a lot of places that I know that people might be interested in, and there's a lot of places that I'd love people to go to. So that's when I had the idea of, like, okay, let me start this on Instagram. Instagram is a perfect place. I like to take pictures of my food anyway, so let me just, like, put it out there. So, I guess, like, the first post that I actually put up was about the Salty Donut. Um, that was when, uh, I love the Salty Donut. I'm a huge, sweet... Is that the one with the... the yes, one that yes, that's, 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 oh what gonna, that's what I was going to talk about. That oh was the first post I had. Mm. You have no idea. I, I, I still have, I still have uh, moments where I think about that damn cinnamon bun yep. donut. Oh, my God, man. What, what an amazing experience. Yep. Actually, no, that wasn't it. I lied. That wasn't my first post. The first one was about the New Year's donut. It was like um, New Year's festive, like cookie, cookie do- fortune cookie um, donut. That sounds crazy. Yeah, it, it was. It was like champagne in it with like, yeah. Champagne in the donut? Yeah, no, champagne. They made it like with, in the like dough batter, yeah. Wow. I, I kid you not. It Is was an like, annual thing? I think it was, yeah, annual thing for the New Year. Yeah, and they made like literally everything. Like the fortune cookie itself was like edible, like the word I printed. Definitely wanna try it. I definitely want to try that. That shit was incredible. Um, and they made this huge thing about it. So I was like, okay, I gotta get this as my first post. Cause I love like anything sweet. Like I, I I'm a huge fat boy when it comes to like, which is, sweet. which is what I like to call you. Cause it's crazy to me. Like the amount of places that you go and I, I check your, your page whenever I get a chance. And I'm like, I, for one, I don't know how the hell you stay this damn thin, mm-hmm. but the amount of places that you're at, I'm like, dude, you should like, you should be like slumped over in someone's ditch in a food coma. Yeah. 
Because a lot of the stuff you're eating, like, I'm looking at it, my mouth is watering, and I'm like, man, this looks amazing. A lot of a lot of sweets. When it comes to, surprisingly enough, a lot of my things that are, are sweets or anything that is, like, cake or, like, ice cream do the best. Or mm. breakfast. They always do the best whenever I, like, I post about them. Okay. Um, but going back to... So, so there's a method to, to your posting. You know when's the best time to post you know what are the hotter things to post yeah so i've kind of figured out like here and there that my best days on some days are like usually tuesdays on sundays uh any any time any day like to be honest it's just like it doesn't really matter about the times and days some days it will do better some days won't Mm -hmm. but for me personally it works tuesdays the best days for me do do you pay like that like you know like now how ig has like that pay to promote your no picture thing i haven't you haven't done it yet no or or do you ever plan on trying it or i would want to look into it and i do want to try it for like to see how it would work Mm -hmm. um but yeah i i've been thinking about it but right now i don't know if i want to like use like the promoting thing Mm -hmm. i don't know so all right you started this nine months ago Mm -hmm. have you like worked with like different brands yet or? yes i have i've worked with a couple one of the ones that i've worked with recently was i, I work with a lot of like different um restaurants as well but one of the ones that like stood out that i actually got paid for as well to do was uh coffee this coffee um brand lo- called lo- la colombe mm-hmm. um they hit me up on my email they're like hey we like what you do uh would you want to take a couple pictures for us um about something that we have in stores so they messaged me they said apply for this thing i applied for it um they got back to me like yeah we chose you to do it so we'll pay you to do it so so they they reached out to you and then asked Mm -hmm. you to apply for something yeah so just to verify that that yeah that it's me one that my followers aren't fake because a lot of people will uh, buy followers, they'll buy likes. So that's where a lot of the things exactly. Yes. Or so whatever it was. There's actually there's actually um uh this uh, website that lets you check like different people's like follower lists to see if they're like accurate and if they're not like uh, fake and stuff like that. Leave, before you leave the night, let me let me let me get that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because I, 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 I like to I like to see a lot of people that I that I follow actually. I'm like okay, mm-hmm. this person is not doing as well and they they show you like statistics and analytics about like who actually should be liking how many likes they should have and mm. not it's like really cool I, I i don't know well what if you just have like a lot of followers that are real but mm. they're just they're not engaging that's the thing that's what makes it tricky because if you have a lot of followers you should be getting those engagements if you're not getting those engagements then you're doing something wrong, you're doing something wrong. why aren't you getting those engagements with those people so that's where companies like bigger companies would be like, I'm I don't I like that you have something nice, but you're not getting the engagements that we want. Nice. So you can have like these impressions or you can have like the everything else, but they want engagement. That's what brings back people to your blog. That's what brings back people to always like like your stuff. So that's what these companies are after. So when La Colombe hit me up and told me to post about something, they verified me. They said everything was good. So I took a couple pictures. I put it on my blog and they paid me for it. So oh. that was probably one of my like best like surreal moments as well. So that was like when I was like, okay, I can actually get paid for this too. So, so all right. So outside of La Cologne, like, like, all right. Cause you mentioned like you work with like local restaurants. Mm-hmm. Like how does that work as far as like, let's say like the one on your IGTV, like mm-hmm. how does that work with like, let's say going to that place mm-hmm. and recording the process of them you know, making that amazing looking waffle cone. Okay, so um, right now I have on my first IG, I have this place called uh, Puffles. It's in Hollywood, Hollywood Beach. You guys should all check it out. It's amazing. Puffles, how, how do you spell yeah. that? Uh, P-U-F-F-L-E. Puffles, yeah. So like puffy waffle or? Yeah. Oh, okay, okay, got it. Puffles, it's like Hong Kong. It's, it's a Hong, Hong Kong style, like, uh, Maybe I'll take the, the wife and the kids out this weekend. Yeah, it, it's it's real good. Unlimited toppings as well. Um, the guys there are super nice. Uh, they ha- also have bubble tea. I'm going to tell them my man, um, Hungry Man, sent me. Yeah, definitely. definitely. I actually need to go back over there to talk to them, to okay. the manager. Um, you, got, you got something cooking. Yeah, I do. That's what's up. I do. Progress, baby. Um, but what was the question you asked me again? Um, 
Shit, I don't even remember. Oh, how how did I? Um, yeah, like outside of yeah, like outside. How of, do how do companies reach out to me and stuff? Or like like how do you work with them? Mm -hmm. How does that work? So there's something called media dines, which a lot of restaurants will like. Media dines. Media dines, which I participate in, and a lot of also local foodies, IG people. We call it. They call us influencers, whatever you want to call call these I people. I like the name influencers. I don't. I don't like influencers. I, I don't. I don't think I'm an influencer because like I'm. I'm a micro macro influencer bro most people would say post a picture and it mm. moves me to say shit i want whatever it is that you're posting mm -hmm. and i actually get up to go do it yeah bro you influence me to do it yeah exactly so i, I just never like that that term okay, me personally bro. but that, yeah that, they that's such, that's such an instagram term too yeah it is it's such an instagram term. it is there's a lot of people i've had a lot of conversations with like people that hate like influencers because they're very like needy and they're like they hit them up and be okay. like See, I, that, that's I'm a story not... I'll, I'll get into that after i finish this conversation okay. um so what they do with us is they invite a couple of us food grammars to foodies, foodies to come into their place um either they'll shut it down the restaurants for like maybe a couple for an hour or two or just like have us like in our own little section um they let us try a menu uh that either it's like off their menu whatever you want to order or a select menu they'll give us um for this case they let us try one of the puffles whatever the ice cream we wanted to do and he allowed us to like go to the back um take pictures videos whatever we wanted to do with his product so in exchange of us getting free food mm -hmm. we have to do work for him so advertising pretty much so we're marketing it's his place a bar, it's a bar. exactly so it's a give and take um we take pictures for him and we promote it to the people that follow us and hopefully in return it gives back him revenue or people to come into his place mm. so it's it's you a give and take traffic. Okay. exactly so driving traffic getting his name out there as well um it's a smart move on his part because mm -hmm. it's not costing anything other than product yes exactly okay. but whenever i go to a media dine i always make sure or everyone should make sure that we always tip leave a tip and stuff like that because oh, they cool. are providing us free food mm -hmm. and there's still the people day, too you, yeah providing you content which you need the content anyways. exactly so yeah, it's so, a give and yeah, take yeah absolutely. like i always make sure like i tip something like five dollars ten dollars depending mm -hmm. on how much food we get or how like great the service was gotcha. so i'm always like making sure that we give them something because at the end of the day they're still a business and they're still people serving serving us so at what point because again i'm going to assume that the the blog is starting to become profitable mm -hmm. um you're getting more and more opportunities mm -hmm. At what point do you like quit your day job and just say fuck it? I'm doing this full time. I'm a when I get paid more than my day job, that's mm. when I decide I don't really to need to work every day and just focus on this. So, all right, how do you get the food block to that point? Mm. Like, how how all right, how does a a person and not even just a food block because. I hope those that are listening are just listening with the intent to learn, um, to apply to whatever it is that you may be doing. It doesn't necessarily have to be a food blog. It could be uh, maybe you have a product that you're starting to push on Instagram or a service or whatever that you're starting to push on Instagram or wherever you're pushing it, Twitter or whatever. Um, and you're, you're, you're taking uh, a lot of things that um, Hungry Man has done and, and, apply, and, and going to try to apply it to yourselves to see if that can help boost... Uh, whatever project that you're doing how do you get it to that point where it's making the kind of capital that you need for you to be able to say i'm ready to walk away uh because i think that's every entrepreneur's dream every aspiring entrepreneur. once you get to a point so i know this girl named valentina her profile is called um sweet uh sweet portfolio sweet portfolio uh i only met her once and um I'd rather talk about yeah, Sweet Portfolio. So this girl named Sweet Portfolio, she pretty much does Ooh. this full time at this point. Bro, she's at like seventy seven thousand yes. on uh, on the ground. Yes, and she gets hit up by like Google Pixel. I could imagine. So she has like sponsorships with Google Pixel, um, a lot of big brands, hotels, travel. Oh, she calls herself a digital creator. Yes. That's dope. She's she's probably one of the bigger Instagrams in Miami. Her, her and uh, Miami Food Porn, uh, Mr. 305 Eats, um, 
there's so many people um they uh honey i'm gouda they get paid to like travel as well what what was her name again which one uh the one you just told us the, with the seventy-seven thousand. Oh, um sweet portfolio sweet portfolio dope man. yeah she has a great page great great page mm-hmm. okay so like i hate to keep asking this question but like what's like what's next like outside mm-hmm. of because again when you're a creator i'm sure your mind jumps from spot to spot yeah so outside of the blog like where where's your mind taking you like what what else do you want to do to satisfy that creative itch uh i don't know i want to see how far i can go with this whether it be like to go to like different places in miami um take photos videos anything like that and just like see where just i don't know i can go anywhere with this um I don't know exactly. Uh, I just want to see how far this can go. If I can get paid to do this full time, if I if I just like enjoy this as a hobby, because right now this is just a hobby for for me. Well, uh, I, I understand your mindset mm. behind it until it turns profitable. Mm. It's no yeah. longer a hobby; it's a business. Yeah. Okay, but I mean, you still treat it as such, even though it is a hobby. You treat it as a mm. business. Yeah. Okay. Um. So you just took a trip, right? You just got back. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, Hurricane Dorian delayed it yep. a little bit. Even non-hurricane. Well, not hurricane for us. Let's not discount what it did to the Bahamas. But Colombia, bro. Yeah. Colombia. Yeah. Colombia. Colombia is a different, different kind of aspect. <laughs> it's very surreal. It's very like different than than anything I've ever been in, been to. And it's like South America. I've never been to South America, so. It was like really interesting. Like uh, you can ask ask any question that you want. And I'll try to give it to you. Um. All right. So you get to Columbia. You get off the plane. First mm-hmm. thing you do. Um. First thing I do customs. First thing you do outside the airport. Um. First thing I do. Um. I hit up the person I was supposed to stay with. Mm-hmm. Um. I've known this girl actually. I met her down in Miami, mm-hmm. and she moved back into uh, Colombia. She had to move back. What part of Colombia? Bogota. Where the cartel is. I guess. It's very. It, it's actually really cold in Bogota. It was like in like the. Oh, it's it's high up in the mountains too, and it was in uh, the forties, in the forties, fifties. Mm. It was beautiful. I want to see like the only it. thing that I know about Colombia, and without being that guy, um, the women in Colombia are gorgeous. Yes. How hard was it for you not to? Say fuck it, I'm moving to Colombia and I'm never going back to Florida. Uh, there were actually a couple times, but besides like the women or anything like that, I just loved the city and just the experience that I had because it felt like very welcoming and it was just like very underdeveloped, I guess in a sense. But it was like very beautiful, naturally beauty and like mm-hmm. the food out there. I kid you not, is a hundred times better than over here. Like the fruits it's over there, it's grown. the fruits over there are nothing like over here like you can taste the actual fruit like oranges you can taste like mm. the um what is it lo, lo, what is it i don't even remember the name like the grapes the lulala like every everything like all the fruits there are crazy you a coffee drinker yes when in colombia you drink coffee did you have coffee in colombia i did and it was good it was really good i i, I know it a was, beautiful lady by the name of andrea she came back from Colombia and bought me some coffee, and I cannot wait for her to go back to bring me back some more. I, sh- I actually mm. should have asked you to bring me some coffee. Mm. It didn't dawn on me, you're in Colombia, grab some coffee. You're 100% correct, because, like, that is... And, again, I'm not even a coffee drinker like that, but... It's so fresh. Everything there is so fresh, and, like... Yeah, yeah. You, you don't understand, oh like, God, everything oh there was so fresh, and I come back here, I'm like, yeah, this is, like, a piece of shit. Yeah, like, eating, yeah, eating this. Yeah. Like, everything, they always eat everything with... I, I get you. Like... Everything that I ate was always with avocado, and everything there is with avocado. I have avocado almost every day now. Yeah, and everything there is, like, so creamy, so, like, good, and you can taste, like, the actual texture of, like, the food and just, like, how fresh it could actually be besides, like, it being, like, pesticides and all that, and you can honestly taste every little aspect that you wouldn't overhear. And that's one, something that I really loved and just like I really loved the like architecture and just like the little things about Colombia. But it is a third world country where 
it's always like really sketchy and like it's very poor like the dollar over here to there is like ridiculous like i felt i only like spent in total maybe four hundred dollars that i like converted mm. from us and like i was just balling like throwing money like everywhere <laughs> like taking a taxi here there bb's everywhere and it I, I was like paying for everything at, at a certain point and like i can literally go anywhere and everywhere in colombia and it felt so nice to like be a part of that city and it was like really fun to just like learn about that city so you, you plan on going back i would love to yeah that's what's up so <clears throat> outside of like blogging outside of food like what, what are your other interests and hobbies uh writing the writing aspect I, i've been writing a lot and trying to write a lot besides like trying to blog as well um running exercising as much as possible and just like relaxing i don't know traveling as as much as i could much as I can. Okay. You ready for the hot seat? Oh, uh, yeah. All right. So, um, I'm hoping that a lot of your uh, brands, you know, that you work with, I hope that they tune in because mm. it's time to get you in some trouble. Mm. You're in Miami. Yeah. Got to go to a burger spot. Mm. Where are you pulling up? A burger spot? I don't know. There's too many good ones. There's way too many you good gotta, ones. You got to pull up and pick up one burger one spot where are you going damn i don't know yet um what is that place called there's there's too many good burgers that out in miami and there's one that i've been like fixating on that i've been trying to go to mr and mrs buns i've been wanting to go there because it looks really mr. good mr and mrs buns mm -hmm. actually no i take it back right now it's burger miser burger miser in miami beach that burger was like really good burger miser yeah in Miami Beach, I had it recently, and their oh, burgers let me, were. Let me pull them up on the gram. Mm -hmm. Burger M I Z E R. Uh, M E I S T E R. Burger Meister. Oh, Burger Meister. Yeah, Burger Meister. I don't know Meister Meister. So is it what Burger Meister Miami? Mm-hmm. What burger? Oh my God, bro! This looks like a heart attack. Yeah. What no, do you mean? Which one? I had the La La the La Latina. Oh, this one without the buns looks fire. Yeah. Looks so fire. the way that I described it, the lettuce man, that's a go. Yeah. The way that I described it, it's like, it's just like any other Latina that you that you know, but it's like, it's very sweet, and very like delicious at first, but it gets very messy, just like any Latina oh, I can, that I can you imagine. Yeah. This, this looks like a headache and a half to eat. Yeah. Just like any sure any Latina that you date or mess with, they get very messy towards the end. They're like very sweet. <laughs> But they get messy. They get really messy. Message. <laughs> exactly, exactly. But it, it's good. I think that was probably one of my favorite like burger spots, and I'm I want to go back there again because there's so many burgers that I haven't tried over there. Damn. Yeah, this does look good. I'm not gonna lie. Mm. To you. All right. You spent four years in New York, so mm -hmm. please forgive me for even asking this question, but. If you're trying to get a slice of pizza in Miami, where are you pulling up to? In Miami? Uh, Steve's Pizza. Still Steve's? Still Steve's. You think Steve's has the best pizza in, in Miami? Yeah. No I doubt about it. I can't argue that. If you guys have ever been in North Miami and you've been a little drunk after leaving the club, that late night spot, Steve, off of Biscayne Boulevard, is a staple. And anyone that is it, anyone that so... has ever been to Steve's knows to go to Steve's late night. You need a quick bite. That pizza is amazing. I'm it's so it. iconic and it means so much to a lot of Miami people. That's like the it, it word. means it's iconic. That is a perfect word. It, it it's one of those staple places in Miami. Like if you like pizza, everyone knows about Steve's. That's a fact. Everyone literally fact. is like they've always had that one drunken night. They know about like okay, I'm a, let's go to Steve's. It's like two a.m. in the morning. Steve's is open. That's a fact. So I'm I'm gonna go to Steve's. Show you this like bomb ass pizza. You can eat it. And there's a lot of people that I know that that are from new york they came down to come visit me and i took them to steve's and they're like yo this pizza is fire like this shit is oh, so, down so, here so, so it okay yeah. so it can it, it, it hold the test then. yeah it holds the test wow that's impressive so what are you pulling up for a sub for a sub a sub or a sandwich i call them subs and you would call it a sandwich best sandwich place in miami is um sandwich de miami you, you told me about that before. Sandwich is my favorite place in Miami. 
sandwich place. I, I, I recently found out that my favorite thing to eat is sandwiches. And mm. I've come to terms with it. Besides pasta, sandwiches are my best, are my favorite things. And sandwich is my favorite place in Miami. Like, I will go there hundreds of times. And, like, I will talk to the owner about, like, anything and everything. And they're so nice over there. And I think they have the best food. You told there. me an interesting thing about sandwich. Uh, the owner was... He quit his job. Yep. What was it? What he was, was uh, he worked in an office or something like that, or he was. Um, um, hold on, wait. Let me pull up my Instagram real quick. Mm-hmm. What is how you spell sandwich? S a n g u. Sandwich in Miami, right? Yep. Yep. Okay. All right. My bad. All right. Uh, oh, hold on. what the hell am I doing? All right. Go ahead. What the story? I'm sorry. So he was. He used to work in finance. And when he worked in finance, he was, like, tired of it. And he was like, fuck it, I'm going to quit my job. And he started making sandwiches in Miami. And since then, he's became, like, phenomenal, like, iconic in Miami and, like, in um, Hialeah. Probably, again, one of the best sandwiches I've ever had, like, in Miami. I, I recommend everyone to go to Sandwich. Like, there's no doubt. It's, every, it's, it's, that, it's good. that good. It's that good. Like, I'll go there 20 times every day just to get a sandwich. I can't wait to go. I can't wait to go. So, <sighs> that hurts my heart, man, because, again, I'm, I'm I'm a loyal guy through and through. But, like, the North Miami Sub Shop, to me, makes the best sandwiches in the world. They make the best sandwiches, but they don't make sandwiches like Sandwich. Right. Like, when it comes to, like, Cuban sandwiches, when it comes to, like, the flavors, Ooh. and when it comes to, like, the pork, they, they that's put, they, it. They, they put the little chips in the sandwich? Yes, like they the do. Yes. In the um, panko lechong, shit, that shit is so good. The panko lechong is like panko lechong. That's the pork sandwich. Yes. Okay. The pork sandwich is probably one of the best things that I've had over there. That and my favorite is the um, shit. I can't remember the name. It's not the pork sandwich. Uh, it's not the panko lechong. It's uh, it's one of the other sandwiches. I can't think of it. Think of the specific name. But it it's it, it rivals it, and mm-hmm. there's a uh, Elena, Elena Ruth. Uh, there, there's just so many good ones over there. Like I can I have legit eaten all their sandwiches, from sandwich everything on the menu I've had, and there's one there's one um there's one sandwich that I'm hoping that he makes me actually, that um he told me about me and my friend um Garnett. He told us about like one day he was like messing around. He put like the onions on one of the, the bread. What is it? The bread. Uh, the bread press. Thing? The bread press. He put the onions. He put the bacon over there and just like sautéed everything on oh there. And he said the the room was so filled with everything oh like these different flavors. And I was like, yo, you gotta make me the sandwich. Oh my god. So I came back uh, following week or like two weeks later. I was like, yo, is that sandwich? Are you able to make it? Uh, Danny. He told me like, nah. I need to ask the wife. And the wife looked over, like, what sandwich are you talking about? She was like, nah, you ain't making that. <laughs> you ain't making that. I was like, wife already spoke. Say less. Say less. <laughs> so I'm hoping. Why sandwich? I don't, I don't know. She said that's one of the sandwiches. Like, he's he's in the process of, like, maybe oh, making. Oh, it's not ready yet. It's not ready yet. It's not ready He told yet. me that it might be called uh, El, Cap- El Capitan or El Jefe. So I'm waiting for it to hit. When that shit hits, that's going to be the sandwich of my that's going to be the sandwich. I, I, I already know it. I fucks with that. Seeing as Miami has, um, I mean, we're so rich in Hispanic culture. Hmm. Outside of, because I, I think I know where you're going with this, but if you need a plate of Hispanic food, whether it's Cuban, Puerto Rican, Dominican, uh, Venezuelan, Chile, like, where are you pulling up to get the best Hispanic food in South Florida, I need some rice, beans. I need a strip of uh, a strip of steak, like Trasco and all that. Where are you pulling up to get that plate of? Food? Oh, fuck, I don't, I don't even know. I don't even know. Um, maybe Isla's, Isla's in um, I think that I think that's what they're called. Isla's ca- cafeteria, ca- cafeteria. Cafeteria, okay. In um, Little Havana. It's like a, like a little, not a hole in the wall spot, but like a little small spot. Yeah, it's a little small. I like those places. Yeah. I like those places. The places where you kind of pull up and you're wondering how the fuck are all these people in this little small ass shit. Mm-hmm. And more than likely, mommy doesn't even speak any English. Yeah, they and, talk to me in Spanish when, yeah, I, when I came Yeah, you speak in English, they, resp- they respond back in, sa- in Spanish. Mm-hmm. And you're hoping that they got your order right. Yep. 
But when you bite that's how it is in sandwich too. Fam, I don't give two fucks. That's how that's how it is in sandwich as well. They yeah. they have the the one of the people that work there. She always like just speaks to me in Spanish. And I'm like, see, see. <laughs> see. <laughs> what, yo, just put whatever. Yeah. On and I, I just saw her like I try to do as best as I can in Spanish. That's hilarious. And yeah, there's there's so many. There's that one again. There's too many off of the strip of in Hialeah that you can go to. You can go to Yambo. You can go to. Um, Caja Caliente, you can go anywhere. There's there's so many places. Let's, let, my... let's say I'm trying to sexy it up. Where, where am I going to South Beach if I'm trying to sexy it up? In South Beach? Shit, I can't think of anything. Shit, South Beach even still sexy? Like, let's say I'm trying to go to Brickle or, or the Wharf. Mm. Like, like where, where, where would you... Like, I'm trying to sexy it up. For or Spanish sexy... food or just like... just, no, like... just a restaurant. Like, where, like, Chef where Adrian's. Chef who? Chef Adrian. Chef Adrian? Yeah. So she has where... a spot in... Um, she has crack that's inside of the wharf, and she makes amazing like. She has what? Uh, she has a lot of spots inside of the. Oh, wharf. that's a crack. The place is called Cracked. Oh, Cracked Ed. Yeah. Well, oh, this is like crack, like like Lamar Odom. Like, no, 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 what? no, 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 no. What, what did you say? Wasn't it Chef Adrian? Yeah. She just opened up. Uh, Adrian Cavo. Yes. She oh, just she's gorgeous. Yeah, she just opened up a new spot. I don't remember where oh, in Kendo. I love, I love this bright orange here. She's gorgeous. Yeah. She opened up a new spot and her places are like delicious. She actually had her place in um where was it? In in uh the umbrella. She had her place in the umbrella, she closed it down and she opened up her new spot down in Kendo, which is absolutely phenomenal. She's gorgeous, I'm not gonna lie to you. Uh-huh. She's like She's a beautiful, beautiful woman, uh, and I'm sure her food probably tastes better. Than the she. the food is absolutely not delicious. saying anything bad, but mm-hmm. you know, the food is absolutely delicious over there. Like everything that she she makes from like the the um, steak sandwiches, filet mignon sandwiches to like these pizza pizza um, fries. Uh, I'm on her page now. I mean, mm-hmm. for those of you that give two shits, it's um, Chef Adrian. Uh, that's A D R I. A N N E Chef Adrian on the gram and she's been featured on like NBC and mm-hmm. like everywhere. She's big time, big time. Yeah. And she, there's this one picture of a, a French. The onion French soup. onion soup is oh, phenomenal. Oh my lord! The French onion amazing. soup is probably like a lot of people say that's the best French onion soup people have had in Miami. Really? Yeah. All throughout Miami, they say that that. French onion soup is so good. I need to get to working now so I can start eating more. Mm-hmm. Yeah, this is this is. Yeah, she she needs a visit from uh from mm-hmm. Donnie Joe. It's actually a, this Puerto Rican spot. Now that I think about it, off of um, I don't know. There's too many places that go through my mind that I can't think of, like on top of my head until like it pops into my head. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's a spot off of um Biscayne. Um, it's a Puerto Rican spot. I can't think of the name. It starts with a D, I think. And it's it's probably one of the best like mofongos you can get. Um, just rice, every every everything over there is like really good and very like fresh. Uh, they actually have like a Miami Spice menu over there, which is supposedly really really good. Speaking of Miami Spice, mm-hmm. um, that kind of leads us into our next thing, which was eating on a budget. Like if you're mm-hmm. trying to go somewhere dope and you're on a budget, where's the best place? Okay, so someone that I follow. And someone that I haven't met yet, but I'm always in contact with her. Mm-hmm. Her name is, um, what is it? Cat. K Fitz Eats, Miami. K Fitz? Yeah, so K F I T Z E A T S, Miami. Okay. Mm-hmm. So she's one of those food bloggers as well. Like, she is all about budgeting for the local. Whoever is a local um, foodie, so she always like tells everyone like uh, the best places to eat when you're dining on a budget, and she does like everything from from Chinese to Hispanic food to Peruvian, every little thing, um, everything from ice cream, anything and everything. Uh, but she's always like trying to get people to understand that there's more places out there. And eating like the regular fast food and mm. cheaper places that you can go to, cheaper options in Miami that are like five dollars for like this food, five dollars for this. And she's always like very engaged with her stories and always engaged with like um, the cheaper places in Miami if you're on a budget to get something to eat. So it, it sounds like you you network mm-hmm. quite a bit. Yeah. 
how do you find out like about like the in things to do like if there's a festival mm. or uh, like the the hamburger festival that's coming yeah. up that you were telling me about, like how do you find out about that kind of stuff um a lot of it's through instagram that i hear or just like reading in the newspaper or they reach out to me so one that i went to recently was the rum festival um the rum yes at you, the confidant you, you haven't been drunk out of your mind. no i was like i'm not gonna lie <laughs> it was ridiculous like i got in there i didn't eat that day oh my god and i worked out and i was like okay i need to go over to the miami beach i parked my car went over there i kid you not everything like all the rum was free there oh there yes it was ridiculous and there's straight shots or what? Uh, everything. There are shots oh at one God. spot. Oh there are mixed drinks in another spot. There. Are... Yo, how'd you get home? I don't know. Shit. I, I don't remember. I know I ended up at the wharf. That, that's how you know you had a great night. Mm-hmm. I don't remember. It, like, it, I remember. I'm, I'm not promoting drinking and driving. Yeah. Like, by the slightest. But when someone asks you, hey, how'd you get home? I don't, I don't know. No, I know I drove because, like, um, I met. There was a lot of food, food bloggers that were there, too. So I, mm-hmm. like, met up with them, talked with them. Uh, networked well. with them um and just like took just drank with them for the whole night and um after that they're like hey we're probably going to the wharf so got my things ready and i was like all right i'll beat you guys at the wharf so drove over to the wharf i know i was like probably tipsy at the time because like i was drinking like literally three drinks in like i remember the first shot that i got i was like Woo! <laughs> Ooh, i'm gonna feel this but this shit is good and like i just like literally every place was like handing out drinks and there's a place which was rolling cuban cigars as well handing them out to people yo what's going yeah. on you didn't even invite your boy i, I love cigar yeah. free cuban cigars there they're rolling now to everyone that was there he took the 12 pack home oh man yeah and there's like these uh, again it was one of those experiences that i'm like very humble to like actually be able to go and just like drink and experience at this whole at the confidant hotel and like it was really fun to like actually be at and just like it's a different experience over there that's and dope, a different man. like experience that i've had and i had the opportunity to like get to go to that's the last question is the most important question mm-hmm. first date where are you going at night or during the day first date you tell me if you're you're the one that asked the young lady out where are you taking her on the first date? Okay. My What's favorite. ordering? Like, like, like. let me know what it is on that first date. Okay. Let me see how you're giving it up. All right. So, again, like I said, my favorite place to go to in Miami is Sandwich. Jesus Lord, this place got to be fire. It, it's that good. It has to be And there's, there's a strip all there that has everything that I love from. Mm. So, I'll take her to Sandwich. We get some Cuban sandwiches, get whatever she wants or whatever, have a conversation there. It's beautiful there, too. Like, from the bathroom to, like, the decor in, in the whole spot, it's so beautiful. Mm-hmm. Uh, take her over there, and then maybe go down the strip, go to Asuka, which is my favorite ice cream spot over there. Okay. And they have, like, these uh, grandma grandma cookies. Uh, grandma uh, grandma Maria um, ice cream, which is fucking delicious. Like, it has guava Maria cookies. Um, like, every everything there is so fucking good. Like, again, my favorite ice cream spot is in that little strip over there, too. And then once we're done with that, go to Ball and Chain, which is right next door to... Um, is that Ball and Chain? Ball and Chain. It's, um... It's so beautiful. Oh, my bad. I'm getting there. weird. <laughs> my bad. My bad. Go ahead. So, Ball and Chain is, like, one of the historic and iconic places in Miami for, like, salsa, people make, uh people playing music over there. It was, like, shut down in, like, the 50s, the 60s. I don't remember what year. Don't don't at me at that. Uh, I remember it got shut down uh, years ago, and then they opened it up again. And they always like had salsa there, um, dancing merengue, some of the best like mojitos you can get in Miami. And there's always like it's it's very Cuban, very like authentic Miami feel that you would get in mm. in Ball and Chain, and very like I, I don't know how to describe it. You just have to go to experience. There's always like some people playing music in the background in the back area or there's always dancing inside the bar area so it's again it's like beautiful even the food there is amazing too so you know what me and my wife we're gonna act like we're like 19 years old again and we're gonna mm-hmm. meet and i'm gonna do everything that you just said mm-hmm. and i'm gonna say at the end of the night if i would have done this 
what, 14, 15 years ago when we first met, would you still be dating me? Mm. And if she says yes, well, shit, you don't get anything. Okay. <laughs> and you're still with her, so. But yeah, no, again, go to Sangweech and then drive like maybe four or five blocks down, find us a parking spot before you go to Asuka, get the ice cream over there. There's like over like 50 flavors at maybe that you can get or like 20, 30 flavors that they have and you can try them all all different from Havana rum ice cream to uh, Maria cookie uh, guava ice cream to like chocolate chip to like pistachio everything and then after you're done eating your ice cream walk literally right next door ball and chain enjoy yourself over there you can go dance or you can just enjoy like the atmosphere that's over there it sounds like you and just relax experiencing this my friend yep my guy alright my man uh Thank you, very, very special thank you to Miami Hungry Taste, at Miami Hungry Taste, my hungry mm-hmm. man, Sanjay. Uh, like to thank you guys for listening to the Conversation Party Podcast. This is your boy, Donnie June 26. I will see you guys next week for yet again another pod. Mm-hmm. Thanks for having me. No doubt. Peace.